Hello and welcome back to the 50th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptive Podcast with your host, Bena Leon. And of course, we have our lovely co-host, Ashley Downing. Hi, everybody. All right. So before we continue on, like we usually do um, into our intro, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you guys so much because because of your attention and your listening and your need to learn more about politics and the world we live in and uh, gain all that really important information that you need to to learn. Um, We have crossed this mark and we will continue uh, to push on through um hopefully for all a long time so once again thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us we really really appreciate it and yes we are, great. are 50 Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah 50 dude it what seems so crazy so <laughs> okay i know i feel like we haven't really been recording for that long like it's really only been like a little bit more than a month our first episode was in july um it was July 4th, yeah. actually. It was July 4th. But then we, uh, at that time, we weren't recording daily. What a um, perfect day to start a podcast like this, start... too. Can I just point out? I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. After all, like, grilling, seeing the fireworks, and, like, all, like, the independence, like, America, all those things, like, dope. I was more talking Super about the cool. independence, America, woo thing. Oh, <laughs> awkward, awkward. I was talking about the day having fun and shit. <laughs> Not even like a patriotic like way to look at it. Awkward. Whatever. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and start. So today, guys, we have a super interesting episode for you. We are going to be talking about Amazon and their mistreatment of their workers and how they're not really protecting them at such a critical time in our nation's history with, of course, as it relates to the coronavirus crisis. Um, and what recently happened a few days ago is um, last week, Chris Smalls, uh, a worker at one of the largest facilities that Amazon um, owns, is in Staten Island, New York. And they are still required to go in, um, be around thousands of other people at the same time. Um, And he's basically, he staged a walkout and a bunch, he and other workers um, that he was in contact with uh, are seen outside. They were they had a video taken of them protesting their condition, their working conditions there to kind of bring attention to the news, to the media, and they certainly got it. Although not to the extent that they really should be, which is why we're talking about it. So let's go ahead and dive right into this. We're actually going to play a couple of clips for you. The first one you're going to hear is Chris Smalls himself at the protests. Um, where he is leading and he is basically going off about all the things that Amazon is not doing and where they are going wrong in his eyes. But, um, and then after we're going to show you another clip of John Oliver's kind of commentary, even though he's like a comedian, he said he had a pretty good overall overview of like what kind of went down, uh, especially on the, on the part of Amazon. And they kind of took a racist approach to it. And I wanted to kind of for you to see what they based that off of in this initial kind of um, uh, like display of uh, Chris Smalls uh, and his, his activism. So just give me one moment and I'll play this video for you and we'll talk about that. How many cases we got? Ten. How many cases we got? Ten. 
Now you don't have a mask. So uh, I wanted to stop it really quick right there because they have, they're saying, they're chanting that they have 10 cases already uh, at this time. So they already have confirmed cases there and they're not providing them with masks. They're being seen in this video wearing handkerchiefs, which is clearly not adequate uh, PPE for people that are surrounded by literally thousands of other people that go through this facility daily uh, or weekly. So uh, very, very uh, unsafe work conditions uh, for these workers. No, we don't have no masks. I have to wear skirts. We don't got no masks. They don't provide us with masks. They say they do, they don't. We don't have the right type of gloves. We don't have latex gloves. We're not in the medical field. They're sugarcoating everything. They're downplaying everything. Somebody needs to be held accountable. They need to take care of their people. We're going to bring the, the virus to the community. We're not essential. Our help is essential. And if we're not, if we're not healthy and we're bringing the virus home to the community, what good are we doing? There's over 5,000 employees that come in and out of this building weekly. Do the math. This virus spread to two and a half people. Do the math. That's the epic center right there. New York State, New Jersey, five barrels come to this building. Five barrels. They take that 40 bus. They take that subway. We don't know where these people are coming from. They're hiring every day. 40 people a day. We don't know who's diagnosed or not. It's too late. It's too late. They can't do nothing to stop it. What they should have did was quarantine the building two weeks ago, and they didn't do it. So now we got 10 cases in the building that y'all don't even know about, but y'all know about now. Something has to stop, and something will happen. I'm going to City Hall. We're not done here. Today was a cry for help. We did exactly what we wanted to do. We wanted to draw attention to Amazon, draw attention to what they're doing, really, and we did just that. Today was a success. Today was a win for us. We want to get the governor's attention. Just like Kentucky, the governor had to step in and close the building down. All the people are being paid until April 1st. Why can't we get the same thing here? We're the same type of building, and we got way more people. This is the largest building in the tri-state, but it's all about the money. This is the this is the highest paid building. So we want to shut down. That's all we want. Alrighty, so that is the end of that video. But initial thoughts on how he kind of presented himself and what he was talking about and in the unsafe working conditions that he and his coworkers have to deal with on a day-to-day basis at Amazon. I mean, I want to say that I am, I understand his is his anger but I don't understand I can empathize with that though I can't even imagine what it would be like to know that there have been confirmed cases at your place of work and you are not given a face mask and gloves to to go to work I mean they are an essential business they do provide a lot of necessities to companies Amazon does so it's important for these people to be working but if you're going to make these people work um, because they are essential workers, then you need to be protecting them. And the fact that they've already had 10 confirmed cases there. Um, wow. I mean, I think that's really crazy. And I mean, kudos to him for because ultimately he ended up getting fired for this. So, I mean, kudos to him for speaking out and making it known that uh, this is happening. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's really interesting the approach that Amazon is kind of taking to this because since 
since his firing and since them kind of coming out against this, the leadership at Amazon has kind of taken a hostile approach to the way that they protested against them. Because yeah. to them, it's like a PR stunt. Like, this is making them look bad. This is making them look like they don't care about their people. And, of course, this is not what they want. But, it, I mean, it, it's their fault, you know? Because they're not yeah. doing what they should. Um, and, like I said before, John Oliver does a really good uh, overview on what really, like, kind of happened in during that time frame and the approach that um, Amazon and their leadership is taking towards it. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip for you, and then we're going to talk about this as well. Save lives. But if we're depending on those workers for both our survival and, to a certain extent, our comfort, we owe them a lot in return. And companies should be doing everything they can to lower the risks to workers, which can mean offering protective gear, uh, changing workflow to allow uh, for more distance, or putting up plexiglass shields in grocery stores. And one thing every company should be doing is offering paid sick leave. Congress actually required employers to temporarily provide two weeks of that in the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. But unfortunately, that requirement only applies to businesses with fewer than 500 employees. The thinking was that larger companies were either already offering paid sick leave or would do it on their own. Sadly, that has not always been the case. BuzzFeed found that all these companies currently have policies less generous than the one the government established for small businesses. Or So those companies that he's talking about are Safeway, Chick-fil-A, CVS Pharmacy, Costco, Dollar General, Olive Garden, Dillard's, and Rack. So those super are all the shitty. ones that do not? Yeah, they, they wow. do not provide uh, the same kind of... Um, protection that the, the federal government is doing through that through that care act so uh, let's go ahead and continue the video have set unreasonably high bars to qualify for example amazon's initial policy was that it would give two weeks paid time off to anyone who's diagnosed with covid or who's been quarantined which sounds good but there's a big problem with requiring a positive test as one worker pointed out good luck getting the test in the state of new york right now it's, it's very hard to of make course. appointments it's very hard. We, um, the time you get the test is uh, days later. The time you get the results is days later. Exactly. Testing in New York is so scarce. Amazon's plan may as well have been you get double pay and free healthcare for your whole family if you can guess what number Jeff Bezos is thinking. <laughs> that man's name is Chris Smalls, and he was fired just two hours after he helped organize an employee walkout in Amazon's Staten Island facility last week. According to Amazon, he was let go for putting the health and safety of others at risk by violating social distancing guidelines and an order to quarantine. But leaked notes from an internal meeting days later, which Bezos himself was present, showed the company's leadership discussing plans to make Smalls the face of the entire union organizing movement since he is not smart or articulate, which, holy shit, that is so racist. I can't even point out how smart and articulate Smalls is without also sounding racist. And Amazon says they've now made their sick leave policy more lenient for their heroes, which is true. What's also true is that only came after they got a letter from 14 state attorneys general saying their initial policy was inadequate to protect the public health. And this clearly isn't just about Amazon. Again, many. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. But 
he's a hundred percent fucking right. Like that is a horrible, like racist fucking thing to say. And that was the whole point of why I showed you the other clip first, is because I wanted you to see what they based that opinion on and why they came to that conclusion. Because they saw him talking that way. Like that is just one of the most racist, fucked up things that they could have done. And I promise you, I promise you guys, you guys are not gonna hear this almost anywhere because a well first off fucking jeff bezos obviously is the guy behind amazon and he also owns (laughs) the washington post and who else owns all the other media companies the oligarchy as well other oligarchs so they're not gonna attack one of their own and the few who might aren't are not gonna get much uh traction on that so, but it is important for you guys to actually know what is fact and what's true and what's, what's wrong and what's false. But it's, it, it's absolutely disgusting, disgusting for them to have taken that approach solely based on the way that he kind of presented himself there. And that completely dismisses uh, everything that he was standing outside for and, uh, or protesting and literally uh, all those people's lives they're disregarding those people's lives and why they're out there fighting for that so like i, I think yeah. it's, it's extremely fucked up it's, it's a horrible disgraceful display of amazon not living up to their um to their promises to protect their employees especially during such a critical time and for them to just disregard the health of their employees and one of the largest most profitable facilities in their whole country is reprehensible and extremely irresponsible (laughs) sorry it's okay um yeah i absolutely could not agree more i think that it's it 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 almost is reminiscent of that of those walmart protests that we heard of years ago you know where people were saying that walmart was treating their employees so poorly and yet they're such a profitable company it's crazy to me that Amazon, especially the fact that Jeff Bezos, I mean, come on, like you're one of the richest people and he you, is the richest person and you can't provide basic um, protection gear for your employees or um, yeah, I don't know. I just think and then the fact that he, he made that comment uh, regarding Chris Smalls was just on. Un- uncalled for and you know what's really for. funny actually that i just remembered is i'm pretty sure like uh within the last couple of days or so i read that jeff bezos last week his wealth increased by like 10 or 15 billion dollars so but no face masks for you guys chris smalls <laughs> exactly so it's just another case of socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for the poor because who are the people that are being most affected by this these are people that have to work right now that's why they're leaving their house do you think if they didn't have to leave their house and have to make money for to provide for their families would they be out there riding the train riding the, the 40 bus like chris himself told you a little bit ago yeah do you think they would be risking themselves like that do you think they'd be going to work when they know that they have corona people with coronavirus they're at work with them. And well, not to mention that's disre- uh, in completely disregarding the health of their employees, but it's also damaging the, it could potentially damage the community as well and infect them. Because right? it's there, if they're processing all these things and they're touching everything and they're around it all, like what makes you think that it's 
A, not going to get the other workers sick, and B, not going to get on any of the products or the shipments that they're going to send out to the to the places that they're shipping to, or that they're delivering to. Yeah, exactly. That's another very important thing to note. If you end up with a warehouse full of people with coronavirus putting out um, product to hospitals, to businesses, to homes, I mean, that they should be one of the first people that would want to protect their employees. I mean, not to mention the amount of money that they're able to bring in. The last thing you want are your employees getting sick and not being able to work. I mean, it's just, it's, it's pure economics. I mean, you really, it's just not a smart decision either, if you think about it. I mean, the amount of money that they would have to put out to use this, or to produce this protective gear for all their employees would vastly outweigh the amount that they would lose if all their employees ended up getting sick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because really, that's what it comes down to if you think about it. I mean, I'm sure they just don't want to spend the money to provide all of these masks and gloves for all their employees. Because as he just said, there's 5,000 people that come through there on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's, it's down to the money. It always comes down to the money, as it always is. But they have no excuse because, once again... If money is the excuse, then they have no excuse because fucking the, the person that founded Amazon is literally the richest person in the world. And I told you literally not even a minute ago that he made even 10 or $15 million more or billion dollars more within the last week or so. <laughs> and at the same time, they cannot provide these ascent, like these basic uh, protections for their employees. Like, that's, that's fundamentally wrong. And th- that just goes to show, like, all these things that they've been doing recently is just a PR stuff. Like, this, uh, this ad that they came out with, which um, I wasn't going to show you, but I'll show you now, was uh, complete bullshit um, about how they care about their workers and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play it for you just because I'm pissed off enough and let's call Amazon off and their bullshit because I know... A lot of you buy from there. I know I'm guilty of buying from there. And um, we need to just make our voice heard in one way or another and show our discontent. So um, one of the best ways is to hit them in the wallet. Like we have uh, so very recently learned within the last decade or so. Um, So let me play this clip for you guys. This is once again an ad out of Amazon about how they care about their employees and what they're kind of doing to protect them. So let's hear this bullshit. I value them few in more glowing terms than Amazon. To all of our Amazon retail heroes on the floor, in the air, and behind the wheel, we want to thank you. We'll continue to do everything we can to keep you healthy, safe, and protected. The work you are doing means everything right now. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so after hearing all those things that we just talked about and listening to this ad, like it's a complete slap in the face, I'm sure, to all these workers that are in these warehouses and delivery drivers that have to go out on a daily basis and interact with the warehouse workers and whatnot and be in these facilities too. Yeah. You know? Well, and hopefully that I know that there are a lot of um, there are a lot of rallies for 
more for increased pay and increased benefits. So hopefully they end up because of this this obvious controversy that's coming out. Hopefully they're able to at least gain some momentum and get some of the things that they're asking for. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I just feel like I can't get over like how fucked up this is be- and like how fake Amazon is as a company and just the way they see it is like kind of it's public relations to them. Like they don't actually give a fuck about anybody. They're in it just to just secure their more profits for them and for their shareholders. And another just another case of that, Jeff Bezos recently made headlines again um, because he actually made one of the biggest donations so far to the coronavirus crisis. He actually made a hundred million dollar donation for, um, I believe, some kind of like food entity that like gives uh, food to people. Uh, throughout that need help during the crisis, which is noble in and of itself and good, of course, but it's just money to him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the that's the thing. Yeah. It, like a hundred million dollars to Jeff Bezos. What is that? Like a fucking like ten dollar bill to us? The dude is worth like a hundred and twenty billion dollars now. <laughs> like that's nothing to him, but it means everything to us, and th- that's why like it. It's just, it's all fake. They're fake people. You know, it's going to catch up to them, though. I mean, this, well, and we were actually just talking about yesterday was the first death Amazon had at one of their warehouses um, Mm -hmm. in California. Mm -hmm. I mean, these, these lack of precautions that are being taken are going to catch up to Amazon. And whether or not it is made a big controversy in the news, it, it will it eventually. It's going to ca- catch up to them that they're not doing the things that they should be doing. I think we're bound to see it way more than one. <laughs> and it's yeah. not just Amazon either. And it's not just Amazon. Is oh, a thing. sure. Like, it's not unique to them. Definitely. Like We're talking about them right now because they happen to be one of the biggest employers uh, that, that we're seeing that's kind of disregarding the, the general safety of their employees. But like you heard John Oliver say like earlier that there are other companies that are not doing everything they can to pr- protect their employees and of course the people that they uh, are selling their products to or whatnot or helping to deliver a service to yeah so it, it's not only disregard and the slap in the face of the workers and their own health and their families that they have to go home to but also the communities that they serve uh, and provide services to so Overall, a big fuck you to everybody, and once again, putting the economy and making money and profits over the health and lives of everyday people. And this is what you're going to keep seeing over and over again. This is what you have seen over and over again for the past for decades, for the longest time. And this isn't unique to the U.S. This is all over the world, but it's just once again, I want to hit it or. in your like hammered in your heads that this is socialism for the rich and rugged individualism for the poor because this is not fair what we're seeing here because they get all this special treatment they like they weren't even required to do uh to have that paid sick leave because they didn't have uh because they were actually a company that had more than 500 employees and you would think if they had more than that they would be required to do so they would be required to to have their employees have a certain amount of sick time off, but they do not. Yeah. Why? Because Congress is bought and paid for, and they put that shit into legislation 
in that CARES Act, this, or AKA the stimulus package that passed, um, what, like last week or two weeks ago? Like, they're on, they're on the side of the corporations. They're on Amazon's side. Yeah. So, like, we have Congress working against us. We have these corporations working against us. This is just the 1%, the wealthy against the everyday working people. And you guys need to wake the fuck up to that. And I, we did an episode, a, a, a maybe 10-ish episodes ago, maybe less, uh, where we talked about how the coronavirus is hitting our um, poor communities a, a lot harder um, than other communities, especially minorities also. Um, so I think that that... If this this is kind of what we were talking about in that episode is this is catching up to us now. Now we are seeing that these workers are the people who are getting the least amount of protection and yet are people who are working every single day. Um, and it, it, it these people are coming from our poor neighborhoods. So it's completely socialism for the rich and individualism for the poor. If you can make the decision to not work in this time, you have made that decision. But if you can't afford to not work, you're taking public transit to get to work. You're being at work for 10, 12 hours a day in conditions, subpar conditions, without protective gear around thousands of other people. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's just obviously an environment that you would not want to be in in the middle of a pandemic. And yet people who can not afford to take themselves out of that situation obviously have to be in that situation. And that's sad. And for that reason, we should be protecting them. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that, I mean, that's just common sense. But it just goes to show once again that almost no one is on the side of the everyday working people. And they just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. that's what you guys need to get. Like. The people in power, the people that have real power and influence over our lives, they don't give a fuck about us. And that's what we need to not only be aware of, but change. But the first step is self-awareness. You need to become aware and understand that they are against you and they actively work against you. These people are bought and paid for. And the corporations, they might do all these nice things. They might donate this money. They might... Uh, have this like amazing PR campaign to make them look great and that they make them look like they care about people. But in the background, you'll see the shit like this. You'll see these memos talking about how uh, when their own employees stand up for their own rights and their safety and their health, that they're going to bash them and they're going to publicly ridicule them and discredit them to make them look like not only that they're inarticulate like they they pointed out, uh, but like... They also wanted to make him look like he had no idea what he was talking about. Like, so that they didn't have to worry about unions. Once again, going back to money. And caring they more fired about him. <laughs> and they fired him. Which is a really big deal. I mean, he wouldn't have been showing up to work every single day if he didn't need that job. And now he doesn't have that job. <laughs> you know what's kind of crazy about this, now that I think about it? Like, the U.S. government basically did this with the U.S. Navy and that one captain. Uh, oh, which, yeah. Which we actually talked about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Captain Brett Frazier, I think it was his name. But they fired him because he... He was, spoke he out. Was, yeah, he, he wanted help on his ship with all these sailors, these thousands of sailors that were aboard his aircraft carrier, the USS Theodore Roosevelt. 
and he was calling for help from the from the feds and all these other people and they got pissed that they leaked it and they fired him but that was the, obviously the wrong approach but they're that just goes to show that the the government the u.s government is literally doing the same thing that amazon is doing to chris Malls here yeah. and that is just to show you that to hammer it in your head that this is absolutely intentional and they are after you they are, they are they don't give a fuck about anyone but themselves and their profits and keeping the status quo in power so yeah i think uh, that's that's good enough i'm done screaming <laughs> so <laughs> let's go ahead and end it here thank you guys again so much for listening i hope you really enjoyed it and you learned a good amount here so once again, thank you so much. And we look forward to hearing you on the 51st episode. Woohoo! And if you are one of those essential workers, we thank you. Thank Absolutely. you so much for working every day, risking your life. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Shout out to you guys. You deserve way more. Hopefully you got that uh, hazard pay premium, that $25,000 thing that they're trying to push for. And with all these other stimulus things coming out, I hope you guys get a lot of protection. But as we know, these people are bought and, bought and paid for. So we're going to do everything we can um, to hold them to account when it comes to that stuff. So once again, guys, thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. I mean, these are troubling times, but of course, we will keep our audience updated. But I think this is a great place to wrap up. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of this podcast your word of mouth is our oxygen so please give us a five-star rating on um apple podcast if you're listening on there yes. and tell your friends tell your mom tell your dog tell your cats <laughs> uh tell everybody about uh, your new progressive podcast that you're listening to with your homies, Bennett and Ashley, who update you on the latest and greatest in the news, um, which we're happy to do. Of course, follow us also on Facebook at The Oligarchy Disruptor. You can follow us on Twitter at Ben the Disruptor and Ashley at Ash the Disruptor. Absolutely. And also, guys, please do not forget to vote. I know with all this coronavirus shit, it's very easy to forget what's going on right now but um or what i mean is like the election and stuff that's also going on simultaneously in the background but over half the nation has not cast their vote yet so it is very important that you vote in the primaries up until the general election which we will go to face donald trump so I'll leave it to the queen of voting to give you her spiel about <laughs> that. So I'll go ahead, Ash. All right, everybody. Yes, don't forget to vote. Um, if you do not know where your polling place is, perfect website. It's called yourfuckingpollingplace.com. And it's very simple. Just type in your address, press OK, and your polling place will show up um, in the times that they're open. Again, that's yourfuckingpollingplace.com. And then, um, oh yeah, any questions you have about voting. So what your registration status is, um, if you can same day register to vote. I think a lot of states, um, actually I'm not going to say that because I'm not totally sure about how um, states are. I know in Illinois they stopped voter registration online quite a few weeks before the actual 
um, election, but a lot of states have same-day registration. Um, if you w- aren't really sure what else is going to be on your ballot, there's also a little section for you to see what's on your ballot. And this website is called rockthevote.org. Super awesome. And there's lots of questions. Uh, that's rockthevote.org. Don't forget to vote, guys. All right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Your word of mouth is our oxygen. So we will leave it there. Thank you once again, and we will see you next time.